Welcome to the Solstice Space Podcast. I'm Dawn Hafner, and I put this podcast together as a place for us to come together, work on our soul, connect to ourselves, to experience meditation, growth, and have deep conversations about how our spirituality, our soul path, our journey is played out in life, in work, and in our relationships. So I hope you'll join me for some meditations and some interesting conversations. Have a wonderful day full of presence. And remember, we simply can't do this without you. You're more important than you can ever, ever know. So before we get started with the content, just a few notes for you before we begin. I'd like to offer for you where you can find me online, and that's my name is the website. So it's www.dawnmhafner.com. So on there, you can find online classes that I offer on conscious thought management, procrastination. I also have a link to my book out there, which 50% of the profits go to Dress for Success Des Moines, a nonprofit in the area that's amazing that I work with. And that book, The Mapmaker, is a great resource to get started if you want to dig into some reflective work and some journaling, because that offers journal prompts at every chapter. And then there's also a link on there if you ever want a free consultation with me on Zoom just to talk about how I can help. Everything mindset and meditation is out there. And I also love to do group workshops and teachings. So if you're in leadership, look me up and have me come in for your team. If you're not, pitch your boss about having a lunch and learn on mindset and meditation for your business. So on to the week's content. So I'd like you to find a place where you're comfortable where you're feeling supported, that could be sitting with your back against the back of a chair, the back of your bed or a wall. That could even be that you're laying down. So whatever you find comfortable, find that position for you. And I'd like you to locate and start to focus in on your breath. Feeling your breath move through your torso, feeling the air, expand and fill your belly and then as you exhale feeling your belly perhaps even with your hands decreasing in size and emptying of air I'd like you to focus on an awareness of your spine as you breathe that air moving in and out all along your spine creating that awareness I'd like you to also create an awareness of anywhere where you're holding tension. And as I say this, you might find an area that you didn't even know you were holding tight and flexing a muscle. So relax all of that. Let go of holding any parts of your body in any kind of constriction. So I'd like you to imagine you are sitting in one of the many storms that we've had lately here in the spring. It's daylight out and you are in one of your favorite places, looking out the window at the thunderstorm that's outside, just starting to come in. 
and you start to notice the trees that are outside your window where you're at. It's as if you're seeing them for the first time. You're watching almost a dance show as you stop and take notice. There's movement and swaying and they're swirling in almost a spiral fashion, not just back and forth. You watch the tree branches as they slam into their neighbor, reaching out to touch their neighbor, the branches shaking with the force of the wind, watching how daylight comes in larger gaps as the branches move, watching some of the leaves loosen themselves from the branches and float down to the ground. Just watching this mesmerizes you. It calms your spirit. You are putting yourself into this scene of nature, being in the now, just watching what's out your window And then you come to the realization that although this is the first time perhaps you've noticed this display in detail, this has gone on around you thousands of time before. And yet you feel like this is the first time you're really seeing the detail of the trees and how they dance. You start to wonder about nature and birds and where they go in times of storm. Usually when a storm comes in, you would start to feel perhaps some anxiety. You may even close the blinds and curse the weather, but today is different. You find yourself instead just noticing it all with a very calm curiosity, a willingness to simply observe without attachment. You aren't even trying to glean a lesson, nor are you looking to obtain anything here. There is simply just a sense of wonder and connection of being part of a larger whole and a gratitude for it all. There is simply just awareness. You think back to where you started this day. Prior to this immersion in nature, think back to something that got under your skin, someone who didn't do something they were supposed to do, and perhaps you had to clean up the mess. Frustration, irritation, fixing, a heavy feeling, blaming. Contrast that feeling to the feeling that we started with, one of simple observation and awe, watching the trees simply do their dance in the wind. How do you want to feel? 
What energy do you want to draw upon? What is important here? Truly important. What sense of yourself? What level of depth from yourself do you want to live from? The lower energy of things undone and people, irritation, frustration. This applies where we see with the ego and the things that we are seeing don't really matter. There is a higher energy that puts this world into right perspective. Awe and wonder are reinstalled. It's time to reboot your operating system to realign with what matters here. How often do we see this unseen world and take ourselves out of the now of awe and wonder, nature and flow? We do it more often than not. Instead of saying, for example, I should meditate, what if you just meditated right in that moment instead? The more and more that we drop the planning of our future and instead live our present, the more we are relying on that inner voice to guide us. It knows what is best for us next. Our intuition, our higher self, is the voice of a still water. Imagine that all thought is water. The water that is inside a well that sits there still, waiting to be gathered, that is the voice of our intuition, our higher self, versus the voice of our ego. The voice of our ego is like a broken fire hydrant exploding erratically in our face, the water unusable and frantic. So how do you know if you're hearing the voice of intuition? Mostly it's a practice showing up and allowing it to speak in the stillness. Often when it's our intuition or our higher self, we get our images and our thoughts in full downloads. The fullness and quickness of the ideas that come to you from your intuition will often surprise you. Where did that come from? You may ask when this happens. It's not the mind's way of thinking. When you are planning five steps out about what happens if this happens and then I will do this, That is not your intuition. That is your ego. That is your mind. Higher self, intuition, only gives you one step at a time. Why? Because life is unfolding and rearranging every second. The message is connected to the mass unfolding on the planet 
connected to all that is. So when we live in the now, what is there to fear? So little. Check in. Am I breathing? Yes. Is my heart beating? Yes. Am I still connected to the earth? Yes. Then, all is well in this moment. Open up to whatever you see, whatever you hear, and whatever you feel now. Then, when future thoughts creep in, come back. Am I breathing? Yes. Is my heart beating? Yes. Am I here now? Yes. Then, all is well. All fear is future-based. We fear decisions. We fear regret. We think we fear death when what we really fear is not living. Each of us knows we are only temporarily here the same way that we know the seasons come and the seasons go. The same way that we know that children grow. It's natural. We know of this. So it's not the end that we fear so much as it's the not living. This practice of coming into now again and again is a retraining of the mind to serve you. You are undoing decades of training. Be easy and love yourself through this process. When you try to solve problems, this is not necessary. All of the weighing of options, planning, controlling, influencing others can and often will be undone or outdone with one swift action from source that you cannot possibly predict. We've all experienced that. That job, that relationship, the money issue, the health concern, all of it is being handled in a way that is in the highest and best interest of not just you, but everyone. You can also fear by looking back with regret. Remember when you are debating and deciding and constricted between what you see as two choices, this or that. I will offer to you that the universe has a third option and it is rising to meet you. It is lying in wait without the angst that you are creating for yourself. If you would just allow Please don't get confused in this area. A lot of people ask then, what do you mean? I shouldn't have any goals. I should never direct or plan. Yes and no. When we work with the universe, we don't have goals in the way we think of them as most of our goals are coming from the mind as a way to solve a problem that is only perceived. What your mind can produce in life is good indeed, but what source can provide will blow your mind away. It's kind of like choosing to play a very aggressive game of Scrabble 
while you're at a Broadway show. Yes, you can choose that, but oh, what you will miss out on. So no to rigid goals and force. Yes to an open, guided, feel-good now flow. These goals you have imply that you know the end game, the ultimate goal for all. You know what's best in the end, whatever the end even is, if there is such a thing. And the truth is no, we do not know. Your mind has only convinced you of this lie. You don't know. You can't know. You can only know truth and let go. And the only truth here is love. If you feel cut off from love, that is you hitting the rumble strips on the highway. It is a clear signal to come back to truth. Tricky as we believe our own lies, relationship, jobs, kids, house, money, travel. No, none of that will solve the feeling of being human. Only now, only love, only source being allowed to unfold through you. Visit with me for a minute and picture and imagine the way a toddler experiences a flower. When you put a flower in front of a toddler, they're likely to pull it into themselves, smell it, paw at it, pull it apart, taste it, chew it, smash their face in it. Most of all, experience it with all of their senses and all of their being. It's almost like they're trying to merge with the flower as much as possible to pull it into their very being. Their neurology is fired up and electrifying new circuits to create a knowing in their brain to put into logic what they are feeling with their body. Compare this to adults. You can give us a whole field of flowers. And what do we do? We slap it with a label, flowers, or perhaps pretty flowers. We point, we classify, and we keep walking. We cover up all that beauty, all of those body-based experiences with a blanket of a word or two Why? Because we move with fear instead of wonder. We want to know why and what and how to use things for our mind goals instead of submerging and sinking into the beauty and the wonder. So try to experience without labeling with language. What if you had no language? How would it feel then? Meditation is trying to bring you to that place where the words and the thoughts are observed, but only from a distant place without being this blanket that covers over the world of wonder, the newness and the beauty. 
Remember, meditation is not you doing anything. It is only you presenting yourself to instead be undone. Bring your worries like an armful of fire sticks and lay them all at the feet of God, Source, Spirit, Light, Love, Universe. Don't get too hung up on what you or I or others call that all-knowing, all-loving, all that is being. Those of us raised with an institution of religious rules and dogma often get stuck here. We feel resistance. We feel we might step out of bounds. I'll ask this of you. What if we had no English? What if we had no letters? No words? That being is also known by many names in the Bible and other texts, by many names in other cultures and parts of the world. What if you were born elsewhere and your faith had used a different label? What if all we had were sign language? What would the word be for all that is? What would it look like as a body movement? The most important part of source energy, of God, isn't the label or the belief in him, her, or it. The most important part is your experience. I don't believe in him. I know him. I experience her. I feel it in my life force, my being, in love, in others, in nature. He has no edges or boundaries. She has no limits or places she is not. It is always here and never not. There for you with each breath as an option to you and an offering from inside of you. So I encourage you to spend this week spending a little more time in the now, a little more time watching the trees blow and swirl back and forth, time exploring your world without language and limitations, and instead diving into it with awe and wonder like a toddler. So bring a little bit of awareness back to your body. You may open your eyes when you're ready, and I will end this meditation with a quote from A Course in Miracles. You will see the flesh or you will recognize the spirit. There is no compromise between the two. If one is real, the other must be false.